0: Hi, I'm Kat. And I'm Emma. If you love the Dead Prank podcast, you can help support its future using the ACAST supporter feature.
1: Now, it's up to you how much you give and there is no regular commitment. So if you can and you want to, please do hit
2: the link in the show description to support now. Thank you.
0: Thank you.
3: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now, imagine them getting even softer over time.
0: You're listening to The Dead Parent Club Podcast, a podcast designed to open up the conversation surrounding grief and to ensure young grievers feel less alone. I'm Catherine Hooker and I speak with young adults from all over the world whose lives have been impacted from losing a parent at a young age. The good, the bad and the banter.
3: But obviously, with the lockdown and everything, the, the way Jack Daniels went was this Father's Day, be with your dad in spirit. And I was like, oh, like that that touched a nerve. Like <laughs> to be fair, and I was like, you know, when you just like, I genuinely was like, I don't know whether to laugh or cry at this. Like it, it's like unbelievable. Like <laughs> yeah, I was I was lost for words. And like as I say, like I, I can no- I normally just skip through the emails and delete them and whatever. Um, Mm. but that one that one did like throw me and I was like especially as I'd literally oh. bought a litre of Jack Daniels the day before and I was like that's in my house Damn and it. I've just supported them <laughs>
2: <laughs> hi
0: everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the prankle podcast So this week I was blessed to be joined with two fabulous people from the Talk About Loss Charity. Beth, the founder and director of the charity, joined me this week to discuss her own loss and how it led to the creation of this fantastic resource for other young adults who are grieving the loss of someone close to them. Nick is the host of the Newcastle Meetup and spoke about how it was seeing Beth on a documentary talking about her experience that led to him opening up and reaching out to become a host himself. This upcoming Father's Day is a time in the year that so many of us in the DPC dread time and time again. In this week's episode, myself, Beth and Nick answer questions that have been submitted by you guys on how to cope throughout the weekend and offer some simple advice on things you may want to do to comfort yourself if you're finding the weekend difficult. Please do remember that there are numerous charities and healthcare services out there to provide you with professional support should you need it. If you want to catch up with Talk About Loss online, they're on Instagram at talkaboutloss.com. And their website is letstalkaboutloss.org. And I'm sending all of you who are missing your father this weekend so much love and so much support. Beth, please could you introduce yourself to our listeners, um, just kind of who you are, where you're from, what you do, just so they can get to know you a little bit
1: yeah hi everyone um my name's beth and i am the founder and director of let's talk about loss um which is an organization that supports young people aged 18 to 35 who've been bereaved um i lost my mum susan uh when i was 20 uh she had cancer of the bile duct which is quite rare yeah I didn't even know where a bile duct was in the (laughs) body um so it's sort of in the liver it's it's a type of liver cancer and it's quite rare for um a woman in her 50s to get it so um she she was diagnosed literally the week before I went to uni um and she was like super strong like you know go to uni i'll be fine i'll totally like everyone gets over cancer these days like, it'll be fine and you know like i just didn't really know she was my mom so i just believed her i didn't really worry that she like might be suffering with it worse than she was saying she was yeah. um and then two years later uh in july 2015 she died um and it was quite sudden at the end because the cancer spread quite rapidly, and it was it got to her kidneys, and then that that killed her quite quickly. So, it, I mean, it was it was horrible and awful. But I guess similar to you, Kat, and like why you and Sam set up the podcast, I just knew that i I just wanted to do something that felt like more positive, and I just felt like I was totally alone in this grief. Like I had my siblings who were younger than me, but I never wanted to like burden them yeah so so I just wanted to do something that was positive and would help other people and would encourage other people to talk about it with me it was like all selfish basically I just wanted like people (laughs) to talk to me about it yeah um and I so I set up let's talk about loss and and yeah found that found that young people do really have this appetite to talk about it um and they just need to find other people who get it and who ask the right questions and don't say the wrong thing and can like laugh about it and cry about it and all those sort of things without just being really awkward um so yeah that's that's you know been such a positive from it and you know like everyone listening to this podcast i would give it all up to have my mum back but the reality is like that isn't going to happen and so i just you know just love that i can do something um you know positive to like remember her and celebrate her and like help other people who might be feeling really alone in their grief how soon after your mom passing did you set that up well I started blogging about 18 months after she died yeah. and I'd been writing sort of blogs but not publishing them for for a little while already such and good outlet for grief isn't it so helpful and mm. especially if you know that you're not going to publish it because then you can be like so honest with what you say and just like get it all out, and mm. and and that can be really cleansing. I think if you can just be like, ah, get all this. <laughs> I <hate> my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And so yeah. So it was eighteen months before I actually published something, and then um, it was two thousand and eighteen when we started our meetups, which is now the core of what we mm. do, which is sort of monthly. Usually, if it's not a lockdown, yeah, <laughs> um, in-person meetups for young people who've been bereaved. So that was probably three years later, and it—it it was at that point, I guess, that for me, blogging wasn't enough. I like wanted actual real-life friends who I could like yeah. go to the pub with or like, go to a bu- yeah, <laughs> and and that's why like start again starting the meetups was just so selfish I was like I want friends who have also been bereaved yeah. I will gather these people and make them be <laughs> friends with me um and for what? some strange reason they all came
3: <laughs> I, like when I started doing it I thought it was like you know I'm gonna help other people out and it's you know it's gonna be great to help all these poor people who have also <laughs> lost parents and stuff and like, I suppose it's like it was like six months in for- for me that I was like well actually no this is actually for me like <laughs> yeah. I'm not actually doing it for anyone else like <laughs> but I don't know if you've so had that true. feeling as well like <laughs> yeah, no, it's,
1: yeah so it's so helpful true. it's so helpful just to for your own grief I think and not everyone's like this but some people want to be like doing something and mm-hmm. even if that's like people may starting their own blog or their own Instagram account or doing videos or whatever it is like just feeling like you are like doing something to make everything mean something and feel yeah. less like what the hell just happened why yeah. did it ha- you know why is this happened to me that's a question I was always asking
0: yeah 100% I think that so many of us have asked that question as well that's kind of what you're writing your blogs isn't it or whenever you're writing down you're like why the hell does this happen to me like, is this is so yeah. unfair <laughs> like what is going yeah. on um yeah. what was your first ever meet up like like you must have been absolutely kind of petrified just because as soon I as you so kind of scared. go into something you're like is this even going to take off
1: yeah so I was living in Nottingham at the time I live in Bristol now and um I'd, I'd finished uni so I i knew people i knew i knew lots of people but i didn't know many people who breathed. bereaved my brother my younger brother also lived in the city so i was like look me and you are going to do this and so if no one else comes we can just You're pretend <laughs> that we were just like on a lovely sibling evening but actually when i put it out on facebook that i wanted to to sort of like meet up with other and if, i said you know if you're bereaved would you like to come along friends of friends were like getting in touch saying oh i heard about this from this I sh-, you know this person shared this i really want to come along and so quite quickly i was like okay there'll at least be a handful of people mm. who who i like didn't know that well i sort of knew of you or like you know we were friends on facebook but i couldn't remember where i knew you from those sort yeah, of people classic. yeah <laughs> And so they weren't necessarily the Yeah, exactly. They weren't necessarily like my closest friends, but they have become that. And so yeah. the first meetup was just I think there was about seven or eight of us. Someone brought wine. We were all just in my friend's flat in Nottingham, and it just felt so powerful. And so mm. many people left, and I assumed would be like, "Well, that was lame. That was weird." <laughs> And it, it was on like a Friday night as well. I was like, what am I thinking? Like, who wants to spend their Friday night like <laughs> drinking wine, talking about grief? It turns out loads of people yeah. want to do that. I would, I would do that. Yeah. So then very quickly, loads of people were like, when's the next one? What are we doing next time? And I was like, That's amazing. what have I started?
2: <laughs> what, <laughs> what have I done?
1: <laughs> and now, oh yeah, here I am
0: running a charity
1: without ever knowing how I got here
0: (laughs) yeah I mean we'll talk more in a minute about how it's grown so quickly um but before we do that over to you Nick to introduce yourself who you are where you're from and yeah a brief introduction to your own loss journey
3: yeah I'm 28 I live in Newcastle um as you can probably tell from my accent I'm not (laughs) a a Geordie but uh, I was brought up in London moved to Portsmouth and then moved as far away from Portsmouth as I possibly could because I didn't like it. <laughs> um, I mean, that's that's where both my parents died, so I sort of blame Portsmouth for that. I know that Portsmouth didn't kill my parents, like, but <laughs> like, I need to blame something. And yeah. sorry, Portsmouth, yeah. but you're you're the issue. Um, you know.
0: <laughs> sorry to anybody living in Portsmouth. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, we moved. We moved to Portsmouth when I was 16 as like this big happy family and then like two like not long after my mum was diagnosed with cancer um and then passed away sort of two years after that um when I was 18 and then I think I was 24 yeah I was 24 when my dad passed away um and yeah it was I was just starting my dissertation which was fun um my we were doing dry January at the time so that was also fun um
1: not what you need
3: no <laughs> yeah yeah so it was a bit of a shit month anyway <laughs> um and I was yeah in all fairness it probably helps because alcohol has probably not been yeah too kind to me with grief yeah. um yeah. as I suppose probably a lot of people would agree like mm. I have no recollection of my mum's funeral at all like I wasn't pissed during the actual funeral but <laughs> like I've, I've somehow managed to block that on my mind and then also got really drunk afterwards and don't have any recollection of that day like it's a complete and utter like white space of a day if that makes yeah. sense and like
1: yeah
0: and I
3: sort of I sort of think I wish I remembered anything about it I, I also think that there's probably a reason that I have blanked it out as well um but yeah
0: I don't know about you guys but I actually have like severe memory loss from anything pre my mum dying like I find mm-hmm. remembering anything from when I was like in primary school to when she died really difficult to like grasp that like, grab hold of I, yeah. I hate it like my boyfriend we went to the same high school and stuff and we recently reconnected and now we're like happy families um but he remembers so much from high school, like everything. And I'm like, I can barely remember who I sat in form with every single morning for five years. Like, <laughs> for some reason, my memory is just like,
1: yeah, gone. It's I so think weird. as well, you get like, I categorise everything in my life yeah. as either before Mum died or after Mum died. So yeah. like oh well mum was alive so it must have been pre-2015 yeah. and that, like, yeah. I can't remember the date but I can remember that I had a mum at that time yeah. <laughs> so and other people are like that is a horrible way and I'm like no it's just a really helpful marker in my life to remember things yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I don't see it, isn't it but it is like it's quite like it's when you have such a shocking thing happen to you it, it just takes up so much space in your brain doesn't it I always think of like mm. my brain just literally being like full of grief and yeah the other memories are like well there's no space here so we're off like yeah. it's just got too much going on <laughs> so true
0: it's so true um nick obviously you are the host of the newcastle meetup right
3: yes i am yes
0: Woo. So, so talk to me then about how you got into that
3: yeah so i i was watching a program on I think it was like BBC three or something. It was to do with one direction or was it? Ah, yes. or is, George Shelley. Right? Yeah. George Shelley.
1: George Shelley. From, um, oh, what group was he in? I hope he never listens to this podcast. Uni- <laughs> oh, Union J. He was in I Union J. I thought it was one yes.
3: direction. Oh God. Anyway. No.
1: <laughs> They're all, all their boy bands are the same. <laughs> yeah. It's no
3: not sense. my kind of music if I'm being honest, but you know, I, I, I watched the program and I, um, and I saw you on it, Beth, and I was like, oh, that looks really cool. And I know you, you were, like, doing blogs. And I never talked about loss or done anything with loss before. Like, I'd always just sort of, um, I suppose, brush it under the carpet as something that didn't affect me. Like, um, mm. and that's, that was my way of coping. Like, I laugh things off, like, you know, like, and it doesn't matter how deeply messed up I am like I'll walk out of the room and then I'll make a joke like and it'll all be fine sort of thing yeah. um and it was the first time I'd ever, and I just wrote down I think it was like three a four pages on a word document of everything like and it was just all jumbled mess and it was like it didn't probably didn't make any sense to anyone like it was just how like it was just verbal diarrhea that just was on yeah. page, and I'm dyslexic as well, so it wouldn't have made any <laughs> sense. um I do need to re-read things and re- like, you know, I, I I've got a degree, so I can work it out. But if I, the first time I write things, they don't make any sense. um And I just sent it to Beth, and I don't know if you read it or not, but it didn't matter. I just I made that step, and I'd written it down, and like. It, I didn't need anyone to read it. I just needed to write it down and it to be a thing. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like.
0: About like validate your own grief. Like uh-huh. make it.
3: You know. Yeah. Yeah, and that. then, like, it must have been. And I was like, oh, these meetups sound really cool. Like, if you ever like want one in Newcastle, let me know. And I, like, I don't know how you do it, Beth, because it was literally about a year and a half later. You just messaged me going, oh, we've got another person. Like, <laughs> like how, how you'd even remembered me as a human being, like or oh. like like do you know what I mean it's just bizarre to me like that you remembered that because you must have a lot going on with the charity yeah so, I like... mean
1: I, I won't lie there was, <laughs> there was a spreadsheet um and
0: your name <laughs> was on it
3: <laughs> that makes sense to me now like because I was just like
1: how
0: That's very like, of it, you
3: it's, it's cool like <laughs> don't get me wrong and you were so yeah like I don't know how long we've been doing it now to be honest like we we had two meetups before lockdown. Yeah. We've had just the
1: start of this year, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, it's not been too long. Um, and, and then the so,
1: pandemic.
3: And then we had a pandemic. And then my co-host is, was due to be moving back anyway, so she's moved back. So if anyone is listening from Newcastle and would like to join me, feel nice. free. Hey, <laughs> <a cool laughs> cool. Nag. Like, is that a right? A yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've had a couple of Zoom meetings. we found, personally found that people are quite anxious. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's my interpretation of it, is um, we don't have a massive outtake on the, the Zoom calls, but we've got a what's called a WhatsApp group that's, like, constantly on the go, and I think people prefer to just sort of dig into that as and when they're ready, like, yeah. and when they find things... And, yeah. like, it's very, like, What I don't want to say service users. What have our people called? Um, like, I don't know. Just, just <laughs> Grievers. Just, grievers? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <Pals>. yeah, we've, <laughs> like, the Grievers, ha- the Grievers, that sounds like a really terrible band, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, if I, Nick Hambry and the Grievers, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> <Band. I've> <laughs> I love it. Um <laughs> but yeah like so everyone's like chipped in with ideas and things and now like if we have like something like a trigger we have trigger warnings and it's just like all the users have sort of inputted different little sort of techniques that we we've sort of added on which has been quite good that everyone's had their say it doesn't really feel like I'm a host like everyone seems to be to just it just sort of happens if that makes any sense like
1: yeah well, obviously... well, that's always the point isn't it that you're just young and bereaved yourself and like a yeah. facilitator yeah, yeah just friends yeah,
0: yeah exactly yeah. we actually have we have a small like whatsapp group um from other people a few of us have met on instagram that have also got a dead mum <laughs> um particularly dead mums for some reason and um, you do find that when people talk about something that's quite heavy um it's good because there's no pressure for everyone to respond that, but there will always be at least one or two people that, have got, that are in the right mental state to be able to provide that person with the kind of support they need at that time. So that is the amazing thing about having groups, isn't it?
1: I think a lot of people have had Zoom fatigue where they have just been on like so many Zoom calls and so mm-hmm. many like things for work that actually they're, they're not always wanting to like necessarily join a meetup. But I think just having the space... And just being there so that, like you say, Nick, if they just want a message and say, oh, today's tough, it's mm. like really important. And that's why mm. I love, you know, it's never, we've never wanted it to feel too like pressured or um, formal, but it's just like, it's just like friends that you can text and be like, guys, today <laughs> is rough. And today like you is say, a bad day. <laughs> exactly. And like you say, you know that, like, There'll be one or two people who are like, actually, today's a good day for me, so like, I can, I can sort of help you out. It's really nice. Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: We have a p- thing where people post like, if someone's having a shit day, they'll post a pic. Like, someone else will post a picture of their cat doing something stupid. Like, I don't know why. It's amazing. <laughs> like, you know, oh, uh, you're having a crap day. Here's a picture of Tiddles on the floor or drinking out of the toilet or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so what yeah, more that's do you quite... need? exactly. <laughs>
0: so one of the big things i wanted to speak about in this episode was actually um the upcoming father's day this weekend um which you know god help us there are so many days in the year that are just like excruciatingly annoying and painful and all over social media it's a nightmare (laughs) um so i suppose obviously beth you haven't lost a dad but you you know obviously the loss of your mum. approaching these days can be kind of you know, very triggering. Anyway, because you've got a lot of people on social media talking about their parents. So, would you say that losing your mum has made you like way more hyper aware of these kind of celebratory days? That yeah, the year?
1: absolutely. And do you know what? I was actually thinking about this because, like everyone, I've been getting all those awful marketing emails saying, "Don't forget to buy your dad a card." Um, <laughs> and I've actually started unsubscribing from those as well because even though my dad is still around i just find it really cruel marketing Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. really unnecessary and i don't know about you but like the brands that do it i just feel like you're coming across so like desperate for sales that you're happy to like pick on this day that for like there's so many reasons (laughs) why father's day might be hard for you it's not just that your dad might be dead like so many people have a difficult relationship with their dad or estranged like their dad's ill um and so i just i just find it really unhelpful and now because of doing like what i do and and helping so many other people i'm like angry for them yes yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. and i'm like don't you email me about father's day this is not fair (laughs) Yeah, like uh, I will buy my dad what my dad wants. I do not need your email, like spoons yeah. or whoever you are. Like leave <laughs> me alone. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't target them specifically. Yeah, <laughs> other, you should. Ter- other terrible. pubs are available.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I found like I got an email from um, Jack Daniels uh, the other day. <sighs> And they had,
1: this was the worst one I've seen.
3: This is the worst one I've ever... I'm like, very good at just ignoring emails. Like I, I can just. It doesn't really bother me in general because I just think... I, I know it's a consumerist thing, like yeah. Father's Day and all this, and they, they're going to target it. Um, but obviously with the lockdown and everything, the, the way Jack Daniels went was this Father's Day be with your dad in spirit and i was like oh like that that touched a nerve like <laughs> to be fair and i was like oh. you know when you just like i genuinely was like i don't know whether to laugh or cry at this like <laughs> it, it's like unbelievable like, <laughs> like it, yeah. it's just yeah i was i was lost for uh, words and like as i say like i, I cannot i normally just skip through the emails and delete them and whatever um Mm. but that one that one did like throw me and I was like you bastards yeah so, I, <laughs> I as I'd literally gone. bought a litre of Jack Daniels the day before and I was like that's in my house Damn and it. I've just supported them <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> Damn. that's the thing but what I don't understand is that these huge brands must have huge marketing teams and at least one person on this marketing team must have lost a parent or have had some sort of <laughs> difficult situation at some point and I also think with regards to social media ads, they can do so much online now. And I'm like, how have you not come up with something yet that people can respond to an ad and say, I don't want to be targeted with Father's Day, Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, those kind of ads.
3: I did see an email from, um, there's a card company called Thoughtful,
0: Thoughtful. I think. And
3: I remember seeing that they they emailed everyone with, if you don't want to, it was Mother's Day though. I don't know if they've done one for Father's Day. Um, I'm assuming they would but hopefully um, (laughs) and I thought that was a really good like and the thing is it gave them loads of good publicity as well so it did did them a favor everyone
1: who was (laughs) brief like these guys are amazing yeah I know
3: (laughs) so you know it was quite clever on two counts really because it got them all over the news and then it also made them look like a a good company so (laughs) fair played thoughtful yeah
0: (laughs) Um, With yourself, Beth, are you wary then of what you post on social media? You kind of join
1: in with the whole happy Father's Day dad on social media now? It's so hard, isn't it? Because when Mm. people do that on Mother's Day and post a picture of their mum, I'm not angry at them because obviously like their mums are great and I want them to celebrate their mums. But I'm like, really, I think I do often do a post about my dad because especially now we've lost mum. Like, my dad is... He's a mom and a dad all the more. Yeah, it's, like, such a different relationship. But I try and be really careful about the language I use. So instead of saying, like, my dad's better than yours, or, like, you know, there's never been a better dad, I'm like, this is my dad and I love him.
3: (laughs) He's above average.
1: Yeah, he's
2: fine.
3: (laughs) He's all right. He's a decent guy.
1: (laughs) But I try, I guess, because I... So then I try not to use... A, like or like put a caption that you know would be triggering but i think it's important isn't it that we remember that like people aren't doing that to be spiteful they're just yes. doing it because oh. they maybe don't understand that for other people it might be really painful to see and, and, and i, I would, would be doing that had yeah. i not experienced
0: that oh I yeah was. i
1: always used to put a post up of my mum on mother's day like she's so yeah. amazing um <laughs> yeah and now i'm like oh that would have been hard for others to see realize (laughs) do you until you're like yeah no no, in the club you just don't realize and I think what like the best thing that I always say to people is just you know that if you go on social media on that day you're going to see those posts and so if that is hard for you just have a day away from the like don't let yourself be upset by that yeah and just like 100%. just put the phone down because you're never you're never not gonna see something um so it's easier just to like remove it as an option
0: yeah definitely i agree with that um nick obviously you are the only one out of the three of us who has one lost your father but two lost both of your parents and yeah i can only imagine, I didn't know that, I didn't actually know this before starting this episode, um, I can only imagine how difficult that is because I've, I've, you know, I've talked to a few people who I call them platinum members of the DPC um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> honestly it, I am just like astounded every single time I ha- record an episode with them because people's positivity and resilience is just like incredible yeah
3: yeah. I'll tell you I'll tell you what though with lockdown and everything like everyone's worried for their parents and like I don't have to worry about that which is bliss in a way (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) like everyone's worried you know that Covid's gonna get the families and I'm just like "Uh, (laughs) (laughs) like I know it's ridiculous but I like I remember because I don't know if you guys make jokes about it with your friends like that's one of the things I do Um, all the time and (laughs) and then they're like that awkward am I allowed to laugh at this and you're like no you're not I'm just (laughs) no of course you are like Uh, (laughs) and you just play with it but like it was like I found a tweet and it was like it was to do with them talking about reopening like um the takeaways and everything um with lockdown and someone had retweeted that with no one cares about reopening these like People just want to know when they can go and hug their families. And I was like, Well, my family's all dead and I just want Anando's like <laughs> <laughs> and like and I sent oh that to my, my mates so <laughs> and I sent that to my mates and they were like, Is that okay? Like yeah. I was like, Yeah, of course. <laughs> like That's, <hilarious.
1: laughs> like, That's yeah. amazing.
3: And like and, and you do, you just sort of like you make positives out of things that shouldn't be positives like yeah.
0: well you <laughs> have to adjust yeah, like, like exactly yeah. you, otherwise what is your life going to be like you can't allow your whole existence to be miserable like you have to find mm-hmm. ways to not just to survive but to actually enjoy your life again
1: yeah
3: yeah exactly yeah and i think that's something that you sort of have to do like you either have to do or you you know you you go down a slippery path and um and I wouldn't allow myself to do that and that's not something that mm. either and my parents would want for me and and that's something I've sort of accepted like and and yeah, if I can be happy then I will and if I need to be miserable then I will like yeah. and yeah. that's so, it's not something so that I'm gonna put pressure on yeah. myself to mm. to worry either way, if that makes sense.
0: Mm. So how were your father's days then? Like what you know, when your dad First passed away. Did you find them really difficult? And then, what have you? Do you do special things on Father's Day, um, or do you kind of try and just leave like it?
3: the the first one? I can't recall. I think I was because I was going to Glastonbury the next weekend. Um, so nice. I think I I think I'd already gone to London to spend it with. Um, so I think I was with friends anyway. So I don't think. Yeah, I don't really have a recollection of it, um, and me personally I just like I'd, I'd like to work them like I work shift work and um work long days and I prefer like personally just to to do a long mm. day and crack on that's mm. how I deal with it like I appreciate that a lot of people wouldn't be able to do that like and the idea of that would just be like uh no <laughs> I need to sit in bed and cry and eat donuts or whatever like yeah, but, um, yeah. like if I can just yeah if I can work a 14-hour shift where I'm on the go constantly and um and then get home and go to sleep or whatever then then that's that's what I do. Um the, the like but then I think adapting is is you have to adapt like if you find like you've had a couple that have been terrible and like there's a reason for that like there's no point in sticking to a tradition that you've done if that then is causing yeah. you issues. Um Yeah. So it's just sort of accepting you don't have to do things a certain way like definitely um so there's that um quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side helps you sleep at a comfortable
2: temperature sleep number smart beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together
3: And now I've, what I do now is the last couple of, um So, I, like, we never made it a big thing when he was alive, so I wasn't... I haven't...
0: So don't make it a big thing yeah, like, like, now, yeah. Exactly, if, like
3: you know. Um, so I would have bought him, like, a t- Toblerone and a card. So, like, I would have <laughs> spent about a fiver on him. So what I do is I then... I, like, every Father's Day and Mother's Day, I donate £5 to, like, a random charity that they would have supported. But I do it, like... It's, it's probably a weird thing, but I go onto like one of them Just Giving pages and I find someone that's trying to raise money for that. And then I'll like just go on and donate five pounds with that's my amazing. name saying good luck. But with the weird, like, because oh. in my head I'm giggling thinking they're going to be racking their brains trying to work out who the hell this guy is who's just donated a five or Like, do you know what I mean? Because like, uh, I don't know if you've ever done any like, fundraising <laughs> challenges and like the people will come through and you'll be like,
1: who's yeah, that? Oh, maybe... Yeah.
3: Like, maybe they're like them, but they don't know me at all. So, like, (laughs) so they will just be like, they probably probably ask all their people. And, like, I get a bit of enjoyment. Like, And, like, obviously, I'm doing good, so I know, like, something good's coming from that day. And I'm also having that little bit of a laugh with myself that, like...
1: (laughs) I just love that. I love that you're just messing with people (laughs) just for your own enjoyment.
3: Yeah, like... What could be a really,
1: like, somber day you're, like... Giggling,
3: yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Who's going to give me that
3: five pound? And it's just something I do that, like, and as I say, like, it's a good thing because it's a charity. Like, and I know how hard it is to raise money, so like, you know, it'll make someone stay and like. um, I think
1: that's so important as well that actually, like you said, you just have whatever whatever Father's Day you need to have. Like, Mm -hmm. if you if you just want to work it and get on with it, great. Like, and and just just sort of do that without without any like worry or thinking like oh am I doing it right like is this mm-hmm. is this what I should be doing because I'm bereaved yeah. so shouldn't I be really like sad and like you say like in bed eating donuts but like actually <laughs> if, if you're just if you if work's really helpful then great like it is just a day that is just made up by marketing people so oh. like yeah it and with everything it's the days running up to it that are always so
0: much worse than the actual day itself mm-hmm. like all the social media marketing and stuff like that like that and going out luckily this year we haven't been able to go out to the shops because when you go out shopping it's oh my god just like everywhere it's like just consuming everything <laughs> you're like it's off honestly yeah, yeah. just do one yeah <laughs> I've had a, a yeah. weird one this year where um my boyfriend's my boyfriend is an amazing baker like cookies brownies the lot like I'm talking out of this world and um he's started his own little kind of side business on the <gasps> weekend get he, him like, on bake. bake Off yeah honestly <laughs> I think he could do
3: um
0: but obviously I've had to think right okay so it's Father's Day so how are we going to approach people who want to buy like boxes of cookies and brownies for their dads so I had to kind of like sit and think about how I was going to message that really carefully because I think the worst thing about father's day is that people feel left out when they can't partake in something and we it's like FOMO isn't it we hate it we hate not being able to take part in whatever's happening so I always think like if I can sit and have this conversation with myself why the hell can't these massive companies sit and have this conversation with themselves (laughs) like how how are we going to market this I understand that it's a marketing you know it's that time of year and whatever they need to do but like why can't you just have a sit down and think how are we gonna how are we gonna say it so that you know maybe we can say whether you're giving it to your father figure a special man in your life or just for yourself like it doesn't need to be just for him on that day it just drives me mad
1: have you have you guys heard of the others day campaign it's a really really campaign and i love it and so on mother's day and father's day they basically like rebrand it as others day and Mm. they just get people to celebrate like whoever, whoever it is that you want to celebrate that day. So like you said, maybe you didn't have a dad, but you've got someone in your life who has been like a dad to you and like had, you know, and so you can just celebrate them. And I love that. And I just think like,
3: that's that's
1: such an easy way to change a conversation, isn't it? And
3: I've like, so I've had like, like a mother figure that you know like I, I don't know if you've had it but when your a parent dies you like find someone to fill that sort of void yeah. of like oh my god I have forced role. my
0: adoption on so many of yeah. my
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm like look at me now <laughs> <here."> <laughs>
3: um and I've had like I've had one that I've known since I was like two or three and like she's always been amazing like and she is and like oh. it's only been like you know my mum died 10 years ago this year and like for the last two years I've bought her a Mother's Day card and I couldn't Aww. before that because I just haven't had it in me and like I've always thought I'd, I'm not replacing my mum with this woman and it's just in the last few years I've sort of been able to accept it and do it but I love the idea of like an others card that yeah. like that would be actually better to do like Wouldn't yeah, it be I'm great if
0: it's like all like card factory and Moonpig and stuff start, started creating cards yeah. for people to send to people you know on those, on yeah. those days
1: yeah, and I think it would like remove the stigma attached to, like, oh, I don't actually have a mum for whatever so reason. You know, yeah. if I still have one, but she's dead, or like yeah. I didn't I never knew my mum, or you know, I was adopted, so I've got a complicated, you know, whatever it is.
3: Yeah. I just
1: think, like, like, fam- like families are just not traditional anymore anyway are they <laughs> no. like so many people there's there's not many people who are like yes i have a mother and i have a father like you oh. ju- you just have so many other people in your life so so people need to just be really recognizing that don't they and i think yeah. you know especially when people are saying like we should have a grandparents day and we should have a siblings day i'm like <laughs> why don't we just have one day where we're like this is the yeah. family day and whoever is family to me I'm going to buy them chocolates. Yeah,
0: that Fine. would be brilliant. We'll be done and with them, it. <laughs> nobody, you just wouldn't feel left out. Exactly. Much better. Um, so before um, we started recording this podcast I think a few days ago, I asked my audience on DPC Instagram what questions they would like me to ask in this week's episode. So number one is, is it good if we share our grief on social media?
1: yes (laughs) Yes.
3: (laughs) I think it depends what you what what you want from from doing it to be honest like yeah like sometimes you just need attention from people and like everyone to feel sorry for you like and that's okay like and sometimes you do just want people to say oh it's crap being you like or like but then I think I I personally think like sharing it in I found with like the the let's talk about loss group is often probably more helpful because people are on the same page whereas you'll often get responses if you put something out on just Facebook or anything you'll get responses from like people you've never like not spoken to in five years and they'll just be like I'm really thinking of you at this hard time and you're like no you're not like (laughs) I haven't even spoken to you in five years like
0: (laughs) sometimes it could probably make you feel more alone because I think obviously from my point of view from all of our point of views really we come from a kind of privileged space in grief where we can't openly talk about it or post about it because we're ingrained within these communities so Mm -hmm. we have a lot of people on our social channels who have got very similar experiences to us um so i 100% agree with what you're saying there nick it could be from trying to think pre-dpc whenever i did post about my mom it was very much just from a Selfish, selfish point of view where I wanted people to be like acknowledge my pain and yeah. what I'm going through. But there's absolutely commenting. nothing
3: wrong with that at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah,
0: I, yeah, I think we need it. And sometimes I think as well, it's to remind people that your parent existed because it can feel yeah. like everybody around you has forgotten what's happened, and you just want it to be like because everybody else posts photos with their families and stuff all yeah. the time through yeah. the year, and you just want this one day where it's like, you know, what this is about. Yeah. My mom, or my dad, or yeah. my parents.
1: I think just find people that you trust, um, and like Nick said, if you just post it out to like the masses, you're mm. gonna get people that you weren't expecting to see it because you forget like who you're even friends <laughs> with on Facebook <laughs> who will respond. And so you know, not to just like plug, let's talk about loss, but a space like a Let's Talk About Loss meetup is a really good space where you can you like know that everyone will come back with like appropriate replies yeah. and also um i notice a couple of my friends use um the close friends feature on instagram yeah just them. show your stories to your close friends and i'm always like oh yay i'm in their close friends group <laughs> <laughs> it's like so nice but little things like that you could maybe be like you know share with a certain group of people who you feel you can trust mm. not everyone needs to see it you know Mm. But I'm so passionate about people sharing their grief and talking through the taboos and and just, like, helping dismantle this, like, whole, we don't talk about grief in the UK because we're, like, British and polite <laughs> and death yeah. is not something we like. You know, I hate that. We get, we to, get to over after the funeral. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> so, like, people sharing really openly is just amazing because mm. it's just yeah. helping smash through all those... All those like, barriers that society puts up.
0: The second thing was, it's my first Father's Day without my dad. How do I stop the guilt of resenting my mates with their dads? I get um, it. I,
3: yeah. I just said, don't. Just hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> <You don't, laughs> just embrace just it. Embrace, embrace the fact that, that you're going to feel that way. Like there's, <laughs> You don't have to feel bad about mm. the fact that you're yeah. not... You, it's not that you're jealous that they're still alive you're just jealous that yours isn't if that makes yeah. sense like yeah and it's sort of with yeah wishing that you had that opportunity to do the same thing I don't think
0: yeah think again it's, it's, it's like FOMO natural. isn't it like yeah. you're missing yeah. <laughs> out on and especially for people who didn't have the opportunity to celebrate their parent before they died if they died unexpectedly or they didn't have a chance to kind of profess their love for them beforehand mm-hmm. i think you know see people do that can be really difficult um but i think you don't need to feel guilty for, for you know, being a bit yeah. pissed
1: like that's it. such a normal reaction i think mm-hmm. everyone who's ever lost anyone has felt that exact same thing on yeah. their first tough day or special day or anniversary or whatever it is mm-hmm. so definitely don't feel guilty about it and I think like I said earlier those posts are coming whether you like it or not so actually really helpful to just switch your phone off and not yeah. just like not look at them and hopefully like by the next day you'll have like a whole yeah. new <laughs> timeline and all those posts <laughs> will be gone. Feed. yeah and and like I guess as horrible as it sounds, like this, this is just a part of like being in the bereaved club, in the dead parent club. So find people who are also in the club who get it, who you can just rant to, and just be like, "This is really horrible. I hate all my friends." Yeah. Be like, <laughs> like Nick said, yeah, I've been there. Like same <laughs> I've been there as well. And so it at least makes you feel. Like, less alone in that, mm. and less like, oh my gosh, is it just me? Does literally the whole world still have a dad? And it's like, just me who's yeah. got this first Father's Day without him.
0: And I think if you do have the itch to go on social media on Father's Day or on any of the celebratory day, maybe just head towards um, grief community platforms. Yeah. because you're guaranteed to find something there that you can relate to so whether they're sharing advice or just stories from other people or it's just a little bit more of a positive and welcoming space to be in so actively just find them rather yeah. than just kind of scroll aimlessly and kind of try and get that social media fix if you need it yeah absolutely <laughs> we all get it one of the other somebody else actually commented and um reply to this and says that they use the day to celebrate their friends who are amazing dads. So like if you have friends who are dads, try and think about them on that day and you know the amazing things that they're doing. And maybe even just drop them a message and saying, hi mate, like can't say this to my own dad, but you're a dad, so happy Father's Day. <laughs> you know, then it does feel a little bit less like you're missing out on something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that's so nice and like maybe people who it's like their first father's day or... yeah yeah that's really special yeah
3: I, definitely I, yeah i think it's cool i still think if i text that to my mates he'd be like what the fuck are you talking yeah. about me <laughs> <Gay. laughs> <laughs> yeah like, he'd be like thanks i think like yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um the other one was how do you deal with having to still celebrate father's day so this particular person has to celebrate their father-in-law. So I suppose it is then if you have a partner who, you know, you're celebrating their parents on that day. So I don't know if either of you have got any kind of experience
1: with that or... Yeah, sure. I um, We actually didn't get to spend Mother's Day with my husband's mum because we were in lockdown, um, mm. which was a real shame, actually. But... And also my dad has got a new partner now. So she was sort of celebrating Mother's Day, obviously with her kids. And I just, I mean, I totally get it that it's really, really hard. But for me, that day is about remembering all the amazing things that my mum was and celebrating all the other like mum figures that I have in my life. Like you were saying earlier, Nick, like there's so many women in my life who are incredible. My Mm -hmm. mother-in-law is one of those. Um, My... I mean I guess she's my stepmom, although I've never called her that <laughs> my dad's partner um, it like is one of those so you know just just celebrating those women and I guess if that is really hard for you to do maybe you don't have a great relationship with them or they're not good at understanding that it's a hard day for you like have that conversation with your partner mm. and hopefully it'll be, be a bit easier this year if you because of lockdown like you might not actually be able to like be as it be as such an intense day but I think like be really honest about that don't keep quiet about like the fact that it's a hard day and try you know try and get to a point where your partner can still celebrate their father but you are able to like be be a little bit sort of like removed from that Um, yeah like acknowledge your grief yeah exactly having those conversations are really important because they might just have not even thought and like as harsh as that sounds but like they might have just innocently been like yay it's father's day and not thought oh this might be really hard um yeah so yeah. just making sure that you're really honest about that i think is really important
0: yeah i agree with that i think that's probably how i would do it as well because my, my uh, partner's parents live in fort Ventura, so we well, very rare that I think that we will ever be doing the whole mother's day father's day thing with them um so look I don't have that experience myself but I think I definitely agree with you Beth where you know they just having those conversations if somebody close to you is pan kind on of, you are spending the day with them just being like you know by the way this day might kind of um be a bit of a trigger for me if i want to take some time out by myself and that's why i don't be offended or whatever and just kind of set those boundaries in the morning before you
1: absolutely absolutely and just be really confident about doing that because Mm. um you know if if they don't if they don't fully get it um the sad reality of the bereaved club is that they will get it because one day they'll also be in the club. So just, yeah. be, re- just be like really confident about these are my boundaries that I'm going to set and ain't nobody going to stop me if I want to eat Frero Roche's for breakfast. Yes.
0: That is what I'm going to do. Okay? I think, that, I think that's one of the really funny things about being part of like this club is um, <laughs> it's, it's that knowing that every single person around us is one day going to be a part of this club. We've just kind of got there a lot sooner.
1: Yeah it's really morbid isn't it but I'm like yeah. welcome <laughs> you're here yeah
3: <laughs>
0: it's so true we've been waiting <laughs> for you <laughs> I do kind of find that like my boyfriend says I'm, I'm a bit sick when like I see something on like a film or something and I'm like oh they're doing the DPC and yeah. he's like you can't
1: just say that and I'm like it's true but it's <laughs> such a great club yeah. <laughs>
3: everyone should be part of it oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> no you literally you have to laugh about things like this though don't you because yeah. the reality is otherwise we would just cry and
2: yeah
1: we, like sorry if you're not comfortable with it but <laughs> we're going to make inappropriate <laughs> jokes because and it's our, it's our reality
0: like this is what our exactly. lives are now. exactly and like like we said earlier you have to find some enjoyment in what you're going through um I also asked um, the audience for some advice to give to people during Father's Day weekend. And, you know, I thought we could talk through some of these and perhaps either of you have got any of your own advice as well than what we've kind of spoke about already. Um, One of the ones, one of the people suggested the same thing as you, Beth, where, you know, just delete social media for the weekend. You don't need to talk to yourself with photos of other people's dads, which is so true. Just don't put yourself through it if you can't, if you don't think you're going to be able to cope, which a lot of people can't, just don't look. Somebody else says, do something that feels special, even just a fancier meal to remember them, which I thought was lovely. And it's something that I try and do on Mother's Day is like treat myself to, you know, maybe a takeaway that she would have liked.
3: Yeah, if us. I'm off, I always have a, a fish and chips on the beach. Like if nice. I'm not I working, i stay That's, yeah, something I always do if I'm not working is that's what I'll do. Yeah. I'll go and have a nice long walk and a fish and chips on the beach. Nice. That's so, so nice. <laughs> that's okay. my like little thing, yeah.
0: but but it just helps though doesn't it like even if just in some way you feel a bit of a connection to them by doing that it Mm -hmm. just makes you feel a little bit more kind of at peace during those days yeah definitely you know whether you like watch their favorite film or something like that it just it makes such a difference absolutely yeah definitely Somebody else said, um, don't try to pretend it's a normal day. I ended up literally crying over spilt milk from that.
3: That sort of goes against what I said with the yeah. whole, I just sort of like, and this but is what I think. so different. Yeah. I think the whole, I don't like the do's and don'ts because I think it's yeah. it says like you should fit into like one way. So I like, yeah. I think it's like, I, I suppose it's knowing that, that just because something's right for me does not mean it's going to be right for you like and you know you could listen to everything we've said in in this whole podcast and say well that's a load of crap in it and that's <laughs> yeah. absolutely fine like okay. do you know what I mean like and and that's fine to think that and you yeah. could think that you know we haven't said a word of sense in the whole thing and that's that's <laughs> you and that's what you you think and like and that's absolutely fine and I think that's yeah that's what I'd that's, say is don't worry if it's
0: so important yeah you have to find what works for you and like somebody else did say don't let people tell you how you should spend Father's Day yeah. it's a unique journey to you yeah and I'm like yeah absolutely like I think and also it takes time to figure out what helps you as well like maybe on somebody's first Father's Day or Mother's Day they'd be like right I'm gonna do all these things that remind me of my parent I'm gonna look at photos of them I'm gonna listen to all their favorite songs and it's just it like just be hell. awful. yeah yeah then, so then the <laughs> next year they do absolutely nothing just live a normal day like they would any other day and that is what (coughs) helps them so it is I think it is like grief in general is a complete work in progress I think all the time
1: yeah absolutely and it will probably change each father's day as well so like it was recently my mum's birthday and usually that would be a really big deal for me and then like this year it just wasn't and I was like oh interesting my grief has changed a little (laughs) bit so like definitely expect that each year you will like want and need different things on that day so like Nick said earlier you don't need to keep doing the same thing because it might become unhelpful actually yeah yeah I find as well like
0: some of the, day, the days like I said before running up to these events are all sometimes a lot worse than the actual day and I can wake up on the day itself and be like <clears throat> you're always like oh well that was an (laughs) 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 anti-glymax I haven't haven't woken up in like floods of tears like oh I'm just like I'm gonna have a shower and grab some breakfast and I'll just carry on yeah yeah (laughs) it is funny how we are also very very different
1: yeah but then actually like we're all just the same as well and we're like, even with our experiences, there's so many similarities, there's so many differences. You, like, we're just like nodding along, but like learning from each other as well. Like, I love that. Yeah, so good. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, if you don't mind, I'd like to end
0: this podcast with a question to you both, which is my favorite question to ask everyone. Um, <laughs> so, Nick, I'll ask you first Do you think that your experiences with grief and the loss of your parents has changed the way that you go about your life and your attitude towards it?
3: Um, uh, it's a tough question isn't it? Um, I, I find myself like I'm a, m- a much more emotional person now than I will, ever was Like, and it's stupid things like I'll cry at something that some britain has got talent like that's just like a, you know like Filthy. there was one and, I, <laughs> and like I think there were some people doing like some sign language on it this year and they were just amazing and I was like bawling my eyes out and I was like what is wrong with me like <laughs> like whereas up until my mum died like I was just emotionless like I wasn't but like <laughs> I, I I can't remember crying like before that and like now like I'm crying at sh- stupid little things and it's like you know what what is what is wrong with me but it's not it's like uh, <laughs> um uh I don't know I, I tend to do like like when my mum died, I did a skydive, um, and I've just Amazing. done crazy things. Like, um, and it's just it's made me want to do everything that I want to yeah. do, like, and just now because you don't know how long you're going to live for. And I suppose it's like, um, and I got a tattoo after my dad died. Like, so I just like spontaneously. Would he have been like,
0: happy with that?
3: <laughs> no, I absolutely hated it. Yeah absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely been disgusted. And my tattoo has the lyrics. Uh, tomorrow says. So, Tomorrow is a promise to no one, which is a, like <laughs> words from a Biffy Clyro song, and like love it. Um, so yeah, it's like a really, it's, it's like a less chabby YOLO, really. Like, <laughs> um, so I literally yeah.
0: recorded a podcast with somebody recently, and I asked her that question, <laughs> and she honestly said the word YOLO in her <laughs> answer. <laughs>
1: like, Amazing! I was like, yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like. So that, that's sort of what I try and live my life by. It's like just crack on, and if I want to do something, try and do it. And yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Nice
0: thing. Um, I'll ask you the same question, Beth. Do you think that the loss of your mum has changed the way that you go about your life and your attitude towards it?
1: I mean, I run a charity about grief. That was definitely <laughs> <laughs> n- <major. laughs> That was definitely not the life plan. And like, I'm just, I just, my, my grief just changed everything. I think for me, it changed it like totally the same as Nick. It, it has made me so much more spontaneous. I also got a tattoo, Mm. which my mum would (laughs) have hated. My dad (laughs) did did hate it and sadly he's still alive so i had to face that wrath (laughs) Um, he was like you'll never work as an air hostess now and i was like "Um, oh god okay that's not really a loss to me like i'm terrified of heights so (laughs) Um, uh, but i just i just think like only today me and my husband were having a conversation about um like a present that we're going to buy for his mum for her birthday. And he was like, do you think it's too expensive? And I was like, hell, my mum didn't get a 60th, so let's just spend the money that we would have spent <laughs> on my mum, on your mum. Yeah. I, I just think, like, exactly like Nick said, you don't... It's It sounds really morbid, but, like, you don't have the promise of tomorrow. Like, that is such a great quote, which I love as well. And so, like... like just take the chances and sometimes I wake up and I'm like I'm running this charity I've got like thousands of young people like meeting up across Mm -hmm. the UK what on earth am I doing but like what like why not like why not just just go for it and like just I don't know it's made me way more confident and spontaneous I think and I mean it's it's also been quite bad for my mental health and made me very anxious I'm not saying it's been an easy ride and like I said at the start I would give everything up to have my mum back but I just think once you are in this club you just have to make the best of it don't you and you just Mm -hmm. like whether that's making like things really awkward for people on just giving who don't know who you are or like whatever that is you just have to make the best of it and I just love I just love listening to this podcast and listening to like other people's stories and just being really like yeah people in this club are really powerful and amazing
0: yes so it's so great
1: to hear isn't it
0: the best people that I have ever met a part of the dpc yeah. like 100%. <laughs> I mean it's just you it's just so nice being on the same level as people and just hearing <laughs> people's stories of how they went through something so difficult that can like you said just affect your mental health so much and your confidence and your ability to like literally just like live life but at some point that just turns around and you become this like extraordinary person who like tackles life head on Makes like has amazing relationships with their friends, family, partners, everyone because you have so much love to give now. We've We're got all it. fantastic. That was the main. <laughs> that was the main point. <laughs> Thank you both so much for your time. This has been an absolute joy. Um, Beth, I am absolutely buzzing for a time when people are able to meet up in person, so I can go to a talk about Lost
1: Group in Manchester because I've what? never been to one. <laughs> oh, you so should. It's amazing. yeah. yeah. Don't Get in touch. Nick, You might be able to do like the Manchester group's my favourite. now. <laughs> I, I have no favourites. Have no favourites. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I'm kind of like in a difficult like middle ground between like Chester,
1: Manchester, Liverpool. Um, so it's good for you to hard, know. So. We also have a group in Liverpool starting soon. Lovely. So um, yeah, you can attend both if you want. Yeah, more friends. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: friends. <laughs> yeah I do cause I, I do all these podcasts and stuff but I've only done a couple of them with video. so I kind of get to know all these people by like a telephone call basically that's like that's pretty much what it's like
1: but I'm like I kind of want to go for a drink with you you'll guys. be you'll be a <laughs> celeb if you go along to the group everyone will be like oh that's Kat she does the podcast get all, I'll get all of them on the podcast i I'll about
0: yeah. 25 new sign-ups yeah literally <laughs> Brilliant (laughs) podcast for a year. Oh,
1: so wonderful to chat to you. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been
0: lovely.
2: Thank you so much much for listening to this week's episode of the Deprankle podcast. I so hope that you've enjoyed it and you found some comfort in the stories that you've heard here today. As always, I would just like to remind you that neither myself nor any of the guests that come onto to the show are healthcare professionals. Therefore, if you do find yourself struggling with your grief, I highly recommend that you seek out professional help, whether that be from your GP or from the numerous charities out there that are available to you. Please also remember that you can reach out to us at any time on Instagram at GPC Podcast, on Facebook at The Dead Parent Club and you can email us at dpcpodcast at hotmail.com. Alternatively, you can check out our website where a resources page is also available at www.dpcpodcast.co.uk. Also, please don't hesitate to contact me if you want to get involved in the podcast in any way, whether that be coming onto the show or to write a blog for us as well, if coming onto a podcast isn't your thing. Thank you so much once again for listening, and we'll see you next week.